0: Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar along with Johnny Stites, and we have a very special guest today, and we're going to tell you about this person in a minute. Johnny, you want to say hello before we get started?
1: Glad to be here.
0: Um, um, Gracing the studio, and um, we'll be spending some time with, is one of my top nominees for uh, Super Entrepreneur. (laughs) <laughs> and it is Heather Skender-Newton of Skender-Newton Realty in Cookville um, and really all over the Highlands. And uh, Heather, uh, we're going to let her talk for herself, but um, I wanted to start us out with a um, just a little quote that I liked that I thought had something to do with Heather. And uh, she may not think that, but the quote was on my calendar today, by the way. And, you know, every day I have these little quotes, and this one I like, always remember that our own resolution to succeed is more important than anything else, Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) And so I know that, Heather, you want to say hello? uh,
2: (laughs) Well, hello. Thank you for having me. All right. I feel privileged to be here.
0: There you are. (laughs) So, so, Heather, if you could start us out, I think that your career is very unique in the sense of how you got started and um, how you ended up here and why you're in the studio today. And uh, maybe you could share a little of that for us. And Johnny and I will probably have some questions for you along the way. And But maybe you could start us out with with where you started and how you got here. And
2: All right. I can do that. All right. Like a lot of folks who get into real estate, and I think I was kind of misled to thinking that it was an easy way to make a lot of money.
0: It's not.
2: No. Absolutely not. But I heard that when I was in high school. So this goes way back. I was actually on a school bus going to school and I'd heard a friend of mine, her aunt was selling real estate. She was talking about how she made this big commission check and I don't even know how she knew about it. But anyways, I piqued my interest and I thought, ooh, we didn't come from much. So I thought, you know, I'd like to have a better life. And I started working at a real estate office when an opportunity came up through our school to work half the day at a business and half the day go to school. So that real estate office hired me and I actually became their office manager while I was still in high school. Uh and still continued there while I was going to a year of college but I knew I didn't want to live in the state I was in which was Ohio and I wanted to move to Tennessee. So at 19 I moved here I dropped out of college essentially and uh started real estate just a short while after I But you in stayed Combo. a
0: Cleveland Indians fan. I did. Okay. I just <laughs> want to make sure we got that straight. But <laughs> well, you 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 dropped out of college? Tell us about that, because this is something well, it we've wasn't been necessi- talking about. Yeah,
2: this. well, it wasn't even necessarily my choice, not my choice, but that was, not my, that was not the path I was on. My path was that I was going to establish state residency and work for a year here since it was lower tuition, you know, if you had state residency. Right. So by the time that that year was over and I'd already got into real estate, I didn't really have any interest in going back to school. So fortunately, it worked out really well for me. And I say I was young and stupid, but I made the right choice. Uh, so, real estate and the move to Tennessee and Cookville, because I had no one here that I knew uh, has worked out really well for us and or for me and now my family. So,
0: I, I don't get the
1: little connection from where you were to here. But
0: how yeah, you got I'm it. from. <laughs> Co- I grew up in
1: Cookville, <laughs> and I ha- a lot of people have done what you've done over the years. They just have come here and and decide believe this it or is not place. But yeah. out, out of the clear blue, just. Cookville.
2: I, well, so there's a little bit of history behind that too. So we came to Tennessee to the, to the Smoky Mountains for vacation a lot when we were younger. We just, parents uh, went to the same place over and over. So we came to Tennessee and I knew I wanted to live in the state. So got online and started looking for areas that were growing and a place that I could go to college and finish up my college career somewhere at a, a university that had good credentials and such. So anyways, tech <laughs> was some of the draw to Cookville. And the okay. affordability, okay. just like a lot of folks. I mean, it sure. really is something I hear over and over, even in helping folks find properties. So it's rather interesting how people, even in an older age, where I say I was young and stupid, they still, they have reached researched and found that this is a great area to move to. So it's uh, been helpful to connect with well, thank you them as that. well. Yeah, so. It's
0: always been a little question mark. I was yep. curious about Well,
2: I get it often, so now everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> what...
0: Uh, what what are some of the most important things that you could share that you learned along the way in terms of making that kind of transition and commitment? Because that's a pretty big step to take from somebody who's deciding to not finish college, or to just go into it. Could you even spell the word entrepreneur at that time? Or?
2: <laughs> I probably didn't even know the word, in all honesty. So, so it was
0: something inside, though. Is it? Was,
2: well, I, I fortunately, I, when I went to school, I had friends who were living different lifestyles than we did. And so I always longed to be able to live like they did. And I wanted to be able to provide that for my children. So it's just been a desire within me to want to be successful and not fail so that I can uh, live, again, a lifestyle that I didn't get to experience and give to my kids more than and probably too much now and than your, uh, and your, and your than children, I experienced.
0: Uh, um,
2: so I have two and six and Hadley. Uh, and, yes, Hadley get, get, is six and Barrett. and Barrett is eleven. Both of them have birthdays coming up. So. All right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, they're involved in lots of sports and activities, and we run like crazy. And I'm a taxi driver. I feel like more than a real estate agent. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> keep your priorities in the right exactly. Place. You get to see a lot of properties that way, though. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'd be interested to to know um, since you chose not to proceed with college, I know you continue to learn. Certainly. How are, tell me tell us about some of those ways you kept learning and reading and advancing yourself
2: well and that's very very important and i press that upon my agents too because i think sometimes they get into the notion that they know how to do what they're doing and they don't need to further education but i have many uh credit many credentials through the realtor association because you have to go through classes and you earn a designation and such and it, so I've always tried to get, I think I have really every designation that I could possibly get right now with the exception of one. And the classes really aren't even offered here locally, so it would take a lot of travel to do it. So I think it's very important to continue to learn, and I have done so. Uh, in addition, you know, there are, are many different places that you can find online uh, that might even advertise to you because they can tell on your searches and such that you might be in sales, you know, so or real estate. And, and those things are very attractive to me, and I have... Participated in many uh, events that have been afar and, and went to training sessions. And again, learning, you never stop. You want to always, always continue.
0: We're talking here with Heather Skender-Newton of Skender-Newton Realty in Cookville. And um, we're interested in hearing how she got started. And I think that some of you listening probably are interested. And And how did you... Okay, so you made these decisions that you were going to do this <coughs> How did you do, I mean, would you just walk in and you rented an office space or did you just start on your kitchen table or did you, how <laughs> did, how did you, what was the first thing that happened there?
2: So when I first got into real estate, I, I worked at another local company and I was there for many, many years. I think it was 17 that I worked at the same office. Uh, which is usually unheard of because a lot of agents will move around quite a bit. But I was there for a long time, and uh, they provided a desk space for me. But actually, I worked at home most of the time. I rather Did would you? work at home and be control in control of my time and not be interrupted. So I started working at home a lot, and uh, it took off from there. Eventually, then we opened our office up. And you, funny you say kitchen table because in the process of – essentially telling them that I was leaving the other office and then having to get the space ready at the other office we were moving into. We worked off of my kitchen table and preparing everything for the new company. You didn't seem the
0: type that would be working in your garage. No. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a little break here and be back in a minute with Heather Skender-Newton of Skender-Newton Realty. Welcome back. This is Business Works with Hal and Johnny and our guest, Heather Skender-Newton of Skender-Newton Realty in Cookville. Heather, uh maybe you could share with us a little bit more about uh getting from your kitchen table to uh into an actual office setting and how did you end up building the kind of staff that you have? I think that's really important and it's it's a it I I've I've had the pleasure to meet everybody there at uh, different mm-hmm. times and um uh, I'm always impressed with how each individual really represents a certain way of thinking and an attitude. And maybe you could just share a little of that with Mm -hmm. us about how that happened.
2: So again, we talked about how you never want to stop learning. And one of the things that I had uh, learned through some of the classes and training and coaching that I've been through is how to find the right people to create a culture in our company that allows folks to enjoy what they're doing every day and and not dread coming to work. Uh, one of the the coaching places I had went to one of the employees there had said that his favorite day of the week is Monday because he gets to come back to work. He didn't like the weekends because he wants to be around TGIM, his I am, huh? <laughs> yeah. He wants to be around his family at work. And so that's what I have really tried to drive home to the office. And I can't say that they all agree with that. They like their weekends. We work hard. But um, I'd say that there are some of them that really do like the Mondays because we get to come back together. I was actually leaving the office to go to lunch yesterday, and there were several sitting around the the table eating and just the laughter and the friendship. My husband had taken me to lunch, and as we left, of course he's experienced a lot of this growth with me through the years, Um, I said to him, You know, I really love that. That's what makes me happy just because they're all getting along. They love being around each other. Nobody's stabbing each other in the back. It's not a traditional real estate office where that's happening continuously. They might be laughing amongst the table with each other, but while they're trying to get their client, you know, afterwards. So that's not what happens there. And it really is a great culture at the office. And because of that, we have a lot of people who come to us just wanting to come work with us. And we have to turn a lot of folks away because we don't have... The room for them but finding those folks and getting those positions available I've just kind of been pushed into areas that I have been a little uneasy where I've been told by the folks coaching us and things I've read that it's time to hire a, this position or open this position up or maybe add more to that that area of the office and even though it may have been a risk and something that I didn't ever think I would do I have just went out and and done it and it's worked out well so we have two closing coordinators when i office opened the office we had zero and the first hire as a closing coordinator was tough and then we had a second and you know you just keep doing it and it it works you have to take risks to to make it work
1: so when i was in business uh, one of the things i realized is in the hiring of people is you almost get to a chicken and egg thing you (laughs) hire the salesman before you have the sales Or do you hire the project manager before you have the project? Mm -hmm. Um, It's important, I think, to understand that. And I wonder what your perspective was because you said you were a little angst about hiring them. And I'm sure part of that angst was, can I pay for them?
2: Correct. Now, that's certainly a a huge difference in the way that this business has grown for us because we moved from the other company to opening our business, and we've tripled, give or take a little bit in size, probably more so towards the – the positive numbers there of, of that tripling. But I with that, again, every single hire is just, you know, kind of nerve-wracking because you wonder if you're going to be able to pay for them. But I've just known that every time I've taken that leap, it's worked out. And I don't know if people are a fan of… How did you know that? Well…
0: You mean you reached inside? I <laughs> did. I, it took okay. a little bit,
2: and I just took the risk, and I knew I was going to make it work. Again, I don't… I, I work to not fail. I mean, that's what drives me I don't want to fail and um, that's uh, what fuels my fire I went to a Grant Cardone event I know some people like him some people don't but anyways he had said that you have to sometimes waste to gain because if you don't fail in some aspects you're never going to reach the chance to make the extra and you have to take the risk maybe that waste because you've paid somebody and that position didn't work out to get to where you need to be. So you can't be afraid of that. Well, that's the most expensive
1: waste is when you hire the wrong person. It is.
2: It is. (laughs) And
1: How do you you determine if a person is likely to succeed in your organization?
2: Well, they go through several interviews, and we also use personality profile assessments. And I wasn't real big on those, and I, I know sometimes they're not accurate. I actually didn't get hired for a sales job, when real estate was down back when I first started, I went to hire or apply for a, a sales position somewhere, and they gave me a personality assessment and told me I wasn't cut out for sales, so they didn't hire me. <laughs> so anyways, I don't Which know. Which one did they use?
1: Do you know? <laughs>
2: I don't remember. This has been so long ago. I know it was long, and it was tough. What and is I, your,
1: what's the one you use in your company?
2: We use the DISC.
1: DISC, Yeah, right. I use that some in our company as well.
2: I would say that you're a D. Yep. <laughs>
1: Most entrepreneurs are. Yep,
2: as I am. That's why. And Hal is a D. Well, here we
1: are. Three
0: yes. Ds. <laughs> Ds
2: three don't D. usually get along real well with each other in certain uh, situations, but uh, we work around it.
0: <laughs> we, we wear our three D class, classes, yeah.
2: that's, you know,
0: mm-hmm. so. oh, Um. Wow. <laughs> How, what? what is there some k- kind of advice you could offer for, um, let, let's look at two things. One is young people looking for a career, this just mm-hmm. in general, that, that might be useful to you. And, and then the second um, is uh, people starting up a business and, and what kinds of things you would suggest to them. And, and then we're going we're to take a quick break first um, and, um, and come back to you in a minute or two. Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal LPR Al along with Johnny Stites and our guest today, Heather Skander-Newton of Skander-Newton Realty in Cookville. Heather, we were talking about um, some ideas that uh, some, maybe you could share some thoughts with us about what you might suggest for young people looking for a, a career direction and maybe in real estate. And then and then, secondly, how you would um, advise people who have a business already to think in terms of the directions they're taking, whether it's something that really is working for them or not working for them. How do you measure that? How do you size that up? Um, what would you suggest to them?
2: So for younger folks, you know, I mentioned earlier that I moved here at a young age and got my license very early on. So there are people who it was hard at first would doubt me I mean I look i don't I'm not trying to sound like I'm bragging, but I would say I look a little younger than what I am, more so then uh so coming into their homes to ask them if they would list their property with me, and I looked like I was a teenager um and really almost had been because I got my license when I was twenty, you know it, folks at times would you think were I was. <laughs>
0: I thought you were 17 to start with.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Hal. All right. You're
0: welcome.
2: So uh, it was tough. I, I, for the longest time, got called kiddo a lot, and, uh, and I just <laughs> took it and went with it. But when I could prove to them that I was going to work hard for them, we would get past the whole age idea that it it wasn't so, gonna so work. It's they would get through it. Is, is yes. Doing
0: it and it's showing people. Correct.
2: Really. You're All getting right. through and showing that you can can make it happen and, and putting the effort towards what you need to make happen. And and it's a work ethic. I mean that's really what it boils down to. And for someone looking at maybe expanding or doing something different, uh you know, getting into uh, a more aggressive manner in their business, I think it's more about looking at again, opening your eyes to the If I hire somebody else, if I get some more help, will my business grow enough to support that? And I really think that most people would find that if they have a successful business already, that that's absolutely the case. I don't know many situations where that if they didn't have great help to assist with expanding their business, that it wouldn't make sense for them to do so. I mean, it's just having you you get to a point where you reach a point where you can't go anymore unless you have other people helping you and johnny that's you've right. really experienced this that's
0: johnny, right you, you were ahaing or something there a minute
2: ago yeah
1: i was going <laughs> to ask her what what was your aha moment in your business your aha moment yeah mm-hmm. what was it
2: so it, for the longest time and just until we owned our own office and company we didn't keep up with any numbers mm-hmm. just kind of paid the bills didn't really keep up with stats as to how much things were costing us or what was bringing in income and what lead source was working and what wasn't but the aha has been keeping up with our numbers makes a whole lot more sense, and we can dive into what makes sense and put more funds there or more manpower there and take away from others. So it's really allowed us to watch our budget a little bit more and, and do what works. if Good people don't, Yeah, if people don't keep numbers, they're in big trouble. And That's I know you That's how we went from
1: that. five employees to 125 yes. was keeping <laughs> metrics and measuring, because as we all know, you can't improve what you don't measure. Correct. And if you did, you wouldn't know it. Because nope. you're not measuring it. Exactly. So it's a good point. I'm you're glad in the you dark. that up.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, and you're going to stay in the same office when you have 125 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: We're already <laughs> at the bathroom doors. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh,
0: um, what, what would you suggest from your experience that you could offer to business owners who feel that they are stuck, that they're caught in a situation where they don't know? which direction to take anymore. You know, they're
1: frustrated. They've hit the uh, ceiling. Yeah, they've hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe from
0: your experience, what would you suggest to think about or do?
2: Well, again, it, it helped because we knew other folks in a building that we were in that were already maybe assisting us a little bit. And I could get some feelers out there with them as to if they wanted to maybe grow and expand with us. But again, it, it's finding someone that you feel comfortable growing with. If you are at a a stopping point because you can't, you're just stuck, like you said. You can't go any further. You've got to to find someone you're comfortable with to How expand do you it. I do that. You
0: go out on the street I know. corner. And, well, that's uh, a tough one
2: because, <laughs> again, like Johnny said, it's very expensive to hire the wrong person. Right. And in a growth position, having someone you know like Michelle, who is at my office, who is an office manager, having that hire. Uh, and poor Michelle, uh, off air, we were talking about how she just has kind of gotten thrown into opening a business and didn't know what a P and L was at the beginning, and now she's got it all under wrap. So um, it's just finding the person who is driven as much as you are, and it could be a family member, it could be a friend of a friend. You just have to talk with folks and uh, let them know you that tell you're
0: looking about that potential. How do you, how, you know? Okay, so the first time you talk with her. How did you? What did you feel that, that helped you to make that decision to have her join you?
2: Well, I knew that she could see the drive in me, and she was confident that we could make it work together because she knows, again, and it, it has to deal with both ends of, of that, not just the person who's in a currently stuck position. Right. They both have to feed off of each other, and I think fueling the other person and the other person seeing the fire in you you know, drives them to want to help because they see the potential of what they can get out of it. Mm
1: -hmm. So I'd like to ask, uh, how did you determine what you wanted for your culture? And then how did you find people that would be a good fit for that culture?
2: Mm -hmm. We just really focus on that fun atmosphere while we're still getting things done. And again, just we get a lot of people who come to us wanting to work at the office, but uh, social media has been a big factor in where we find our people oddly it's helped sell houses and it's also helped find help i mean we found great folks from social media
0: i noticed that you have a tendency to reward a lot you reward people who work with you yes you reward former customers i happen Mm -hmm. to know
2: (laughs) yes we do (laughs) Uh,
0: even years later
2: oh yeah we still have the first person i ever closed back in 99 on my mailing list they still get stuff from us so Everybody's on there. Yeah, we yeah, definitely keep in touch, and uh, and people are always getting stuff from us. So. Well, you
1: obviously recognize that recognition and appreciation Absolutely. is the number one thing people want out of their jobs. Certainly. And that's what you're doing, and I commend you for that. It's a good idea.
2: Thank you.
0: Well, we're going, to, uh, we're going to wrap up for today, and I want to just say thank you, very special thank you to Heather Skinder. newton Thank you so much. And um, we wish you continued success. For those who might have any questions or suggestions, we'd be happy to have you email. Send it, please, to Hal, H-A-L, at businessworks, with an S on the end, dot U-S. And we'll be sure to get back to you very promptly. Thank you again. Have a great week.